Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. Speakernomics is the show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world, of course. Now, join me for the journey, will you? Retreat! If you're in the military, that might not exactly be the word you want to hear. But if you're in business, you just might need one, a retreat, a vacation, a respite, some time away from it all. But how does that help you in business? Well, we're going to chat about that or something similar with my guest today. Let's jump into it with my guest, Elaine Rodriguez. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on here with you. Awesome. Listen, well, before we jump into this, what is the one big tip that you brought with you today? Retreats are the purest way to get your message across so that you can connect with your clients on a deeper level, facilitate major transformations in them, and then also grow your business and profit while doing it. Ooh, I like it. Fantastic. Before we get fabulous and not plain with Elaine, I just want to remind you to hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. Every week we ask a question and we love to play your answers on the show or just hear from you in general. So just head on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box at speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail and we'll play your message on the show. Listen out for today's question just a bit later and then head on over to the link with your computer or mobile device, Speakernomics.com dot com forward slash voicemail. Let your voice be heard. All right, let's jump into it with our guest today. Elaine Rodriguez is an international tour expert. My goodness, she's traveled the world. She coaches people's lives and I like her because she's originally from New York. Bronx boy in the house. Boogie down. All right. Queens over here. Yes. <laughs> all right. Love it. She's an all around fun gal. Elaine, what's happening? Welcome to Speakernomics. Hey, so happy to be here. Excellent. So we started talking about retreats. Now, when I hear the word retreat, I think of a personal siesta. I think about a beach, a mojito. I think of leaning back on a lawn chair or something on the sand. Is that what we're talking about when you say that retreats are the purest form of business transformation well, listen, those things can definitely happen on retreat and there's nothing wrong with that. But when I'm talking about retreats, I am talking about an opportunity mm-hmm. to get your guests, get your clients away from the hustle and bustle of their daily lives, away from their like distractions and their responsibilities so that you can actually connect with them and teach what you want to get out in the world in the purest way from your own creativity without having to deal with meeting planners or sales pitches or anything like that. You can let your creativity run wild and help your clients really transform. Let's maybe define clients for a second here, Mm. because as speakers, our clients may typically be the meeting planners that you mentioned, or if we speak for conventions, conferences, or we go into corporations, our clients are the learning and development professionals that hire us, but we're speaking to the employees of the organization. Yes. Are you saying that we've got to get these employees, take them to a beach somewhere? How, How do we do that? Well, listen, here's the thing about speakers is that we are a very varied bunch. Mm -hmm. 
right? A lot of us do do those, have those real corporate clients. We go in and we facilitate trainings and all that, but others are coaches, right? And they might coach C-suites or they might coach managers or, you know, people who are trying to move up in companies. But there are also speakers uh, who speak on any number of topics and work with people in many, many different ways. And so when I'm talking about retreats, and it really is almost no matter what it is that you want to teach and who it is that you're aiming that those lessons to or that teaching to, you can do that. You can help to facilitate all of that learning all of that growth Hmm. by getting them away from everything. So yes, many times the clients are the meeting planners and all that, but that's really not all it is when it comes to speakers. There are so many of us that do so many different types of things. So let's talk about the planning aspect of this Mm -hmm. for a moment. We, I'm a speaker and I'm, I don't traditionally consider myself a coach. Maybe Mm -hmm. what is it that I would need to Put together in order to have a retreat type of product mm-hmm. or something that I can offer to the meeting planners or to the corporations that I may be speaking to? What does that look like? So here's the first thing that you need to consider is what is it? What are the pain points that your clients are dealing with? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's going to lead you towards your theme. Your theme is going to focus on what the change is that they want to make, what it is that they want to take away with them from their retreat. So that's the first thing, of course, that you have to deal with, because that is what is going to draw people to your retreats. Mm-hmm. But the next thing is when you're planning, it's important to put together a retreat that has some real alignment between that theme, the activities that you are putting forward, and also your location. Because when those three things come together, you can make truly impactful retreats and experiences that people can really take away with them that will create memories that last a lifetime. So, As an example, so let's say that you deal with or you work with entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. people who are really trying, who have startups who are really trying to build their businesses. You can go to a beach and get away from it all and be in a very quiet area where you all can really talk about ideas on how to build your businesses and talk about how people have done it in the past. You could also go to New York City, right? You can go to New York because everyone thinks of retreats as this just kind of nice, tranquil place. It's not necessarily that. You can go to New York (laughs) and there are plenty of people who run startups, who have now successful companies who want to pass on that information. So on a retreat in New York, you can plan meetings between your guests, your clients, and these different um, heads of these these now successful startup companies and talk to them about their journey and the mistakes that they make and what they would do differently. How much more impact would that have Mm -hmm. on your clients than sitting on a beach and talking about their challenges and how maybe they can get through them? So let's build a retreat. What does a retreat look like? Is it just, uh, okay, we're getting away for a weekend, three days, and I have to figure out three straight days of content to give to my clients? What does a retreat look like? Do we get to play? What does it look like? I love that question because there are a lot of people giving what they call retreats that are really workshops in pretty places, which was something my my mentor (laughs) always says, workshops in pretty places, which by the way, can be very transformational. Mm -hmm. 
and really, really important. But when I'm talking about a retreat, to retreat means to go within, right? It means to draw back. Mm. And so when you're thinking about the lives of not even just your clients, of just everyone you see around you who is go, go, go. And, you know, they go to the office, they go home, they deal with their kids. And then, you know, they have all of these important things that they have to be doing. When you get them on a retreat, you want them to be able to have some time, some space for the ideas that you're giving them to really take hold so that they can actually make those transformations they can learn that information that you're giving them that they can bring on you know to the rest of their lives when they go back home to you know quote unquote their real world but and so when i think about retreats i think of a morning of learning of teaching of coaching with the group and in the afternoon there's either some free time for them to maybe journal maybe you've given them a journaling assignment yeah. um, or even just free time for them to walk around the area that they're in so that they have some space in order to really think about what it is they're learning and you can also do on some days have those activities like that activity that i mentioned in new york or you know if you're doing a retreat for for writers mm-hmm. let's say you're in dublin and so one day you know maybe you're in the dublin country or you're in the countryside just outside of dublin or a little bit outside of Dublin, and you give them a day to, you know, walk around, what have you. But on another day, then you go in and you do some maybe literary walking tours, or you visit some of the really beautiful libraries in Dublin where they can get some inspiration, like at Trinity College. So it's a mix mm-hmm. between some time for them to really be able to relax and not get so much input. And then other days where you have some activities that are going to reinforce what you are teaching. Wow. So let's say that I've never done a retreat before. I'm just wanting to add this as a stream or as a package to my business. How do you recommend going about that? Do I immediately go and say, yes, we're doing a retreat for five days in Bali? Or do I go to a library in Delaware? What what is it? How do I set up a retreat if I'm first getting started? So my first question to somebody who's just getting started is, how big is your audience? Mm. How many people do you have following you? Do you have a robust mailing list, maybe 500 people or more? Are you out on social media? Are people following you? It's important to have a following because you need people to be coming on your retreats. So if you're going to start planning a retreat, I would say give yourself at least, especially if you're in the beginning of your career, which by the way, you don't have to have been working for 10 years to do a retreat. You could just be starting your career and start planning a retreat. But I would give yourself about nine months to a year almost to be able to plan that retreat unless your answer to my question is oh yeah i have a very robust following i have people that will follow me anywhere then you don't need as much time but you need to be very honest with yourself about how realistic it is to be able to plan a retreat in a short period of time because some people want to just get going but you want to set yourself up for success so give yourself some time to plan your first retreat What is your recommended length of retreat? Do we do it on the weekend? Do we do it during the week? One day, four days, three days? What's your recommended length? Now, recommended length really depends on who your client is. But I would say Mm -hmm. I would I really would for a retreat four to five days at least. Wow. And a lot. of Yeah. And a lot of people, especially um, those who deal with corporate clients will say, well, my clients, 
can't get away during the week or they can't get away for that amount of time. And my answer to that is if you are offering real value to them, if you, they are going to walk away with something that is going to change the way they do something forever that's really going to help them, mm-hmm. when they see the value, they will go for it. I have a client who is running a retreat for high-level managers mm-hmm. that is four days and it's running Tuesday to Friday Wow! and it's sold out. And by the way, I think she's charging something like $15,000 a person for it. So it's sold out because she's offering some real value because they know her, they trust her, and they know that at the end of that time, they're really going to walk away with something really important. Wow, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. So uh, if, as I think about, you just mentioned this this client of yours or somebody that you know that is charging $15,000. Mm-hmm. Some speakers may be charging less than that for their their fee at this point. 10,000 pineapples. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so with regard to positioning a retreat as a part of a package that I might be offering to managers or to a corporation. Is there some pricing consideration that I need to offer? Is it 33% of it? Is it just something totally separate? How, how, what do I need to consider as I'm adding a retreat to my packaging from a pricing perspective? Yes, I love this question because I don't think that people actually walk away with enough or retreat leaders don't walk away with enough money a lot of times mm. because they feel like, well, if I walk away with a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars to be worth it. And to me, wow. no. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I go, like, oh, no, please don't tell me that's what you're making on your retreat because it's not enough. The first thing that you have to think about is how much do you value your time? Mm-hmm. What is your time worth? Because a retreat is going to take, honestly, somewhere around 100 hours to plan over the course of however many months, right? And so I think, in my opinion, you shouldn't walk away with less than $10,000 profit net. Why? Where do we come with that number? So let's say it takes 100 hours to plan a retreat and you make $10,000 in profit. So $10,000 divided by 100 hours is $100 an hour, Mm -hmm. right? If you're taking home $1,000 after working 100 hours, you're making something like $10 an hour. And I think (laughs) at least most of us in the NSA are, are not making $10 an hour anywhere. We're making far more than that, right? So make sure that you are pricing according to what your time is worth, right? You want to be sure because you're also, if you're planning your retreat, if you're spending these hours planning your retreat, there's all of these things that you are not doing in your speaking business. You are not sending out proposals. You are not making calls, all of those things. So you really want to make it worth it. So that's a very important thing to consider. The other thing to consider is how much your ideal client can afford, but also to not make assumptions. So if your avatar, and generally this is not this audience, but if your avatar is, is if you're coaching people who are in their first, they're 25 years old, they're just out of college and they're in their first job, they're not gonna be able to pay much for a retreat, right? But if you are working with C-suites, Yes, Mm -hmm. they can afford to pay quite a bit more on your retreat. So don't be afraid to price accordingly because what a lot of people do is that they think that if they charge, you know, up to six, seven thousand dollars for a retreat, 
that nobody is going to be, no, no one's going to sign up for it. But that is more about what you believe you're worth mm. as opposed to the reality of what people are going to pay. And I always tell people to remember that you are not Walmart. Wow. You are Prada. And you price accordingly. And you should, as long as you show value, then people will come on your retreat. And of course, the other thing you have to think about is expenses. How much are you spending on the rooms and and any gifts and meals and all of those kinds of things. But so often, what people charge on retreats has more to do with their mindset than it has to do with anything else. Wow. As you coach or advise people on the creation of retreats, what would you say is the absolutely must-include element of retreats that many retreat creators are missing? Huh. I guess what I would say is, is that alignment piece Mm -hmm. that I talked about is that they'll take a group of people and just go to the beach and maybe they'll talk to them all day and not give them any that time and space. So those are the two things actually that I would say is to have that alignment in order to make greater impact mm-hmm. so that those lessons really sink in. But you have to give them time to absorb. I cannot yeah. stress this enough. You also want to leave room for magic. And so what I mean by that is if you have some of that space for them and all of a sudden there's this new activity that you can do that you've just learned about from the retreat center um, post, then you'll be able to include it if you have some space yeah. in your schedule, right? So don't schedule, you know, every minute of the day. It's 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 not going to have the impact that you want. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So at the end of our show, at the end of our episodes, as we land the plane here, we ask our guest to share a question that they want our audience to answer in the voicemail box. So for you, we're talking about retreats. What is that question that you want to share with our audience? Okay. Well, when it comes to retreats, it's all about impact. And as speakers, as coaches, it's all about impact. And so my question is, what is the one thing you want people to walk away with after working with you that would change their lives forever? And what, and part two of that question is, what can you do to make that message clearer? Wow. Can you repeat that one more time? Absolutely. What is the one thing you want people to walk away with after working with you that would change their life forever? And number two is what can you do to make that message clearer? Fantastic. We want to hear from you. Send us your thoughts and your responses to this question by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Elaine, it's been fabulous having you on the show today talking about retreats and how speakers can use that as a growth mechanism in their business. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. I had a great time. Time away, time to think, time to plan, time to mastermind, time to execute. That's the retreat you may need. And as you approach a new season, consider retreating to get ready for that season. Sharpen your saw and get ready to build something amazing. The world needs you. Somebody's out there waiting for you to help them solve a problem. You know, the one that you solve with your message and your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.